This week, the long-awaited next big thing from Heartlife NFP, my home audio fiction company. I make no bones about it, of course I'm biased, these people are my family. It's the deeply creepy, immersively designed, Midwestern Gothic mystery, Unwell, and it's coming up right here on Radio Drama Revival. Hey folks, welcome to Radio Drama Revival, the podcast that showcases the diversity and vitality of modern audio fiction. I'm your host, David Reinstrom. We talk a lot in the United States about the heartland. I suppose that's where I'm from, originating as I did in suburban Chicago, but somehow I've always felt that that wasn't what they meant, Highland Park, when they talked about the Midwest, that it wasn't Chicago either, but somewhere else place, the Uncity, far from the suburbs or the exurbs or the herbs in Horto, the city in a garden, Chicago's Latin motto, a place of rolling hills, a place of billowing wheat and corn, a place of baseball a place of pie, an honest place. This week's show, Unwell, explores all of that, the power and the contradictions, the frankness and the secrecy, the whiteness and the habitually underreported non-whiteness of small-town Ohio. In its sense of place, this show does for the fictitious town of Mount Absalom what Uncanny County does for its fictitious version of the state of Oklahoma. It is not so much a show about subversions of place as much as it is about understanding and reclamation of place. You may end up disagreeing with me, but that's the position I came to after Ellie and I interviewed Eleanor Hyde, the show's executive producer. This is a production of Heartlife NFP, a theater company out of Chicago where I, your humble host, cut his teeth on audio fiction after I finished college. And when they finished their first show, Our Fair City, after eight seasons and a coffee table book, I thought, okay, what's next? Like, what's the thing you want to explore now after seven years of post-apocalypse satire and mad science? This show has elements of the fantastical in it, but there's slow burn. This is a frightening show. But it's frightening in recognizable human ways. A fear of losing touch with your own mind as age or illness softens it. A fear of undercooked food, a fear of an intensely haunted house, and a fear of engaging with the history of violence that undergirds the colonization of North America. It, like, guys, I don't, I don't even know what to tell you about this one. It's just so goddamn good. It's intimate and intricate. It has performances from voices you might recognize and voices that are new to you. It's got sound design from so many leading lights of the audio fiction community. It's got writing from seasoned audio dramatists and theater artists. Like, Just listen for the credits. You'll hear names you recognize from other podcasts, like our very own Eli McElveen, among many others. Today, I'd like to play for you the first two episodes of Unwell, Homecoming, followed by The Diner. Headphones in, lights down. Staying still is optimal. Hi there, folks. This is Jeffrey Gardner. And this is Eleanor Hyde. We're the executive producers of Unwell. Unwell is produced by Heartlife NFP. Heartlife wishes to acknowledge that the land where we live, work, and tell our stories is occupied land. Unwell takes place in Southern Ohio, which is the territory of the Miami people. Unwell is produced in Chicago, Illinois, which is the territory of the Peoria, the Potawatomi, and the Miami peoples. Thank you so much, and enjoy Unwell.
I've got the door. Thanks, Russ. That lights out is in 20 minutes. Are you going to be all right getting home? I think I can handle the mean streets of Mount Absalom. If you're sure. Good night, Dot. Night. Good night, Dot. Well, hiya, Dot. Hi, Dot Harper. Mommy? Good morning, Dot. Dot. Dotty. Dot. Good night. Dotty. Dot. Dot. Dorothy. 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 Dot? Wes? Dot, are you alright? Dot! Definitely not. My ankle. Don't try to move. I'll... I'll call an ambulance. What were you doing out here? I was on my way home and... Where are we? Highway 5, out of town. Must have got turned around. Uh, Hello? Yes, um, I need an ambulance. Dot Harper fell and hurt her ankle. No, we're on Highway 5, about a mile from the town line, I think. I do not understand, she went on. It is the eve of St. George's Day. Do you not know that tonight, when the clock strikes midnight, all the evil things in the world will have full sway? Do you know where you are going, and what you are going to? She was in such evident distress that I tried to comfort her, but without effect. Finally, she went down on her knees and implored me not to go, at least to wait a day or two before starting. It was all very ridiculous, but I did not feel comfortable. However, there was business to be done, and could allow nothing to interfere with it. I therefore tried... Hello? Hey there, Lily Bell. Hi, Dad. Just wanted to see how you were doing. I'm fine. Though, I feel like I should have hit the turnoff by now. From what I remember, that exit is kind of tricky. Ask if she's using the hands-free device we got her. Mama C wants to know if you're using the hands-free device we got you. Yes. Because it isn't safe to use a cell phone and drive at the same time. I read that it's the same as driving drunk. Both of my hands are on the wheel. Oh, good. Any idea how long you're going to be there? Six to eight weeks, according to the doctor. Maybe longer because of her, uh... Age. Her words, not mine. Well, Cynthia and I are here, if you need us. Thanks, Dad. (laughs) Shit! You okay? Hun? Sorry, a a dog ran out into the middle of the road. Are you alright? I'm fine. I have to let you go. I need to see if it's hurt. Okay. Give us a call back when you get there. Will do. Hey, big guy. Are you okay? Yeah, no. You're right. I should just stay in the car. Oh, look. You brought a friend. A big... Angry friend. 
Shoot. Go away. You all right, miss? Are those your dogs? I'm terribly sorry. They ran off before I could stop them. Yeah, well, maybe keep them on a leash next time. I very much doubt an old fella like me is going to stop them going wherever they want to go with or without a leash. How about you, though? Anything broken? I'm fine. Well, thank the Lord for that. You hear that, Don? Molly? You got lucky this time. Again, I am terribly sorry, miss. You have a good day. Come on, you two. Hey, sorry. Do you live here? Roundabouts. You wouldn't happen to know where the exit road to Mount Absalom is. Mount Absalom, sure. Uh, you see that tree up ahead? Yeah. Turn left. That's it? That's it. Well, I kind of feel stupid now. <laughs> the way is always clear once it's been pointed out. Like the little girl in the woods. What did you say? The little girl in the woods. It's a story around these parts. A little girl gets lost in the woods. She spends days trying to find her way home, but to no avail. The woods will not give her back. So she sits down and thinks and prays. And as she looks up to the sky to ask God for help, she notices the tree she is sitting under has a single low branch, and so does the one next to it, and the one next to that, and they all point in the same direction. And she remembers that her father is a woodcutter who goes into the woods to cut branches for firewood. And she thinks maybe he would leave one branch to lead him out of the forest again, so she follows the pointing trees all the way home. You know the story. I heard it once, when I was a kid. You from around here, then? No, I'm... I'm visiting someone. Ah. <laughs> well, have a pleasant visit. Thanks. tried to raise her up and said as gravely as I could that I thanked her, but my duty was imperative and that I must go. She then rose and dried her eyes and, taking a crucifix from her neck, offered it to me. I did not know what to do. It seemed so ungracious to refuse an old lady meaning so well and in such a state of mind. She saw, I suppose, the doubt in my face. Can I help you? Yes, my name is Lillian Harper. My mom is... Oh. Oh! You're Lily! 
Yes. <laughs> Dot said you were coming. Come in, come in. Sorry. Most people don't knock, they just come on in. Right, because it's a boarding house. Yeah. So, welcome home, I guess. Uh, do you want something to drink? Yeah, or? I'm sorry. Who are you? <laughs> sorry. I'm Wes. I work here. Part-time. Part-ish time. Evenings and weekends, mostly. More right now because school's out. You know. Oh, I also run the ghost tour. Ghost tour? Yeah. Um. <laughs> only the most haunted house in Mount Absalom. Ooh. Tour begins at dusk if you're interested. <laughs> Free of charge for you. Of course. Oh, shoot. I almost forgot. Here. This is for you. A casserole. <laughs> I made it myself. My mom said it was a traditional welcoming gift. And how long has it been sitting under your desk? Oh, this probably should have been in the refrigerator. <laughs> probably. I'll be right back. Hello? Can I help you? I'm looking for Lillian Harper? Yes. Chester Warren, assistant to Mayor Lopez. Oh, uh... Hi. I am your official welcoming party. On behalf of Mayor Lopez and the village assembly members, I am to offer a most sincere welcome home. And a casserole. Yay. Not, not, not just a casserole. I also have a gift certificate for one free ice cream over at D'Souza's to Ice Cream, the best scoop in town. You'll find them down on Main. If your car needs an oil change while you're here, a certificate for a free oil change and a tire rotation at Otto's Auto, also on Main. Uh, don't let the name fool you, though. Uh, there is no Otto. Mary Lou just likes puns. Uh, here's a coupon for one free movie rental from the movie night. Let me guess. On Main. It's all coming back now, isn't it? Like you never left? Now this, this is expired. I'm sorry. How did you know I was coming? Dot mentioned it. To the mayor. No, but small town, you know how it is. Sure. Oh, and the biggie. One free admission to the Celery Festival. Right, the Celery Festival. How long has it been? Since... Since you attended the Celery Festival. Yeah, I really couldn't say. Fifteen years? Give or take. Hopefully more give than take. That'll be on uh, Labor Day weekend. Do you think you'll still be here on Labor Day weekend? Honestly, I don't know. Well, you should definitely try. It's always a heck of a time. I'm sure. Anyway, I should let you settle in. It was a pleasure to meet you, Lillian, and again... Welcome home. Thanks. Was that the door? That was Chester Warren. Oh, and another casserole. Yeah, look, is my mom home? Hmm? Oh, sorry, uh, yes, I'll take you. No, thank you. 
Just tell me where she is. Uh, she's decorating room three for a new border. That's third floor. I know. Right. I'll just put your casserole away then. Right. You. I remember you, you snitch. Mom? Mom! Lily? Mom? Lily, you made it. Are you... Is everything all right? Of course. Why wouldn't it be? It's just... It sounded like... Dot? Dot? What? 45 seconds. Not a bad response time. Now, let's see you resuscitate the bag of potatoes. I thought you were hurt. And let that be a lesson to you. If I were actually hurt, there'd be a good deal more swearing. Crazy old bat. Bitch, dear. If you're going to work in this house sooner or later, you have to learn to cuss. You forgot the potatoes. I hate you. Lift with your legs. How did you even get this up here? A magician never reveals her tricks. So, Lily, what do you think? Same as always. The room? I just painted it. Oh, right. The room. Um, is a kid coming to live here? An astronomer. Plans to fix up the old observatory on Chapel Hill. Thought he'd like to look up at the stars at night. And did he ask for sheets with planets on them? That is the personal touch that only Fenwood House Boarding Services can provide. It's good to see you, Lily Bell. It's been a while. Fourteen years. Yeah, well, things have been, you know. Right. Well, let me show you your room. You can just tell me which one is empty and... Let I me show you your room. Fine. Show me my room. This way. Do you need help? I've got it. I've got it. Okay. Are you still working at that alpaca farm? Not for a year and a half. I work at a call center now. A call center? For Spoodle. Doesn't sound as fun as the alpaca farm. Yeah, well, getting bit by an alpaca makes you reconsider how important boring little things like health insurance are. How long has Wes been working here? A year or two. Is that even legal? I'm not screwing him. You know what I mean. He's like 12. He's 16, Lily Bell. And yes, he comes with all his papers and his shots. Unlike someone who I recall somehow worked four jobs in a single summer. That was different. Ooh. I was 17. Your room. You didn't. 
You saved my room? Of course not. I've got a business to run, and this is prime real estate. But I saved all your things, and when you called, I took them out of storage and put them back just as you left it. Embarrassing amount of stuffed animals and all. It's exactly the same. Like, exactly. I took pictures of where it all went. You are a crazy old bat. Hey, Dot! Yeah? Look out the window! The window? What in the... Give me a hand, will you? Sure. This thing does not like to move. Russ? Dot, hi! Did your daughter arrive yet? Yeah, she's here. Hey. Lillian! Russell Epstein. Hi! We are the official, unofficial town welcoming party. And as you can see, we come bearing gifts. Yes, I do see that. We'll be right down, Russell. Hope you like casserole. Welcome home! Sure. Home. What's all that clanking? Who's in the pantry? God, tell me it's not rats. Rodents, if you don't scram ASAP, I'm crushing skulls. It's just me. Ow! Lily, get out of there. Careful on the stairs. Stop snooping through my stuff. Okay, this, this can, Mom. You could sell this can on eBay and make a fortune. Azodicarbonamide. That is not a legal ingredient anymore. Gives it flavor. Are you joking? If you're hungry, I'll heat you up some casserole, but don't mess with all the cans. Someone is going to get sick. This one says expires May 1998. Lillian, they're not dented and bulging. I really think they're fine. You're not supposed to eat them after they expire. Everyone knows canned food doesn't go bad, Then Lillian. why do they print an expiration they date on there? Lily, they just don't want to get sued. By people who get sick from eating expired canned goods. Why are you messing around with the cans anyway? You're just being nosy. I'm going to go buy some on eBay and mix them up in here just so you go, Oh, Mom, you're losing it. This expired in 1938. Funny. What, are you hungry or something? I mean, it's dinner time. Come on, I'll heat you up some casserole. I threw them away. You threw them away? Even the handballs one? I just thought... That one was good. They've been in the fridge for four days. So? So I threw them out. I'm helping you. You need to relearn what that word means. I'm protecting you. 
really, three days is the maximum you want to keep food in there. I let you keep them you for an extra... You only keep shit in your fridge for three days? I don't keep any shit in my fridge, Mom. That's why we You're invented crazy. septic systems. You're crazy. Who raised you? Uh-huh. Okay. Lillian, I think what we're all trying to say is that the casseroles were a symbol of love for you from the town. And it was a shame to waste them. That's all. I can't all. believe you threw away free food. I had to. It's a safety thing. Since when do you have such a stick up your ass about food This safety? is basic sanitation. They had a few more days before they were truly a health You were hazard. going to wait till you got sick? You'd wait till I was driving you to the hospital, and then you'd say, then you'd say, hey, I think it's time to toss all those casseroles, huh? Sorry. The ghosts also mourn the loss of the handballs, Wes. Whom do I thank for throwing away the casseroles? Abby, meet Lily. Eternal thanks. They are becoming a non-option. Lily's the other boarder. And her daughter. Abby, cool. Nice to meet you. So you're boarding here? Yep. All right. I'm digging this Virginia Woolf vibe going on. Every gal with a room of her own. Person with a room of their own, in my case. Oh, I'm so sorry. There. Sorry. That's all right. I'm so sorry. I don't know why I said her when I didn't know what yes. you're correct. Help me I should have asked. <laughs> I'm sorry. Too many apologies make it weird. Sorry. Mom, put those cans back in the trash where I'm dumping them down the toilet. Fine. She was always so dramatic. Okay. Who wants food? I'll get some takeout. From where? From a restaurant, Wes. But Sunrise is closed. Yeah, well, good. I'm not eating blueberry scones for dinner. But there's nowhere else. There's something open. This is a small town. Simple people, simple pleasures. There's no late-night steakhouses or 24-hour diners. Except for the 24-hour diner on Ash. Yes, that would be magically convenient, but it's not that kind of town. There is a 24-hour diner. It's on Ash and 3rd, called Hunter's? Sounds meat-forward, so not for me, but for those who eat the flesh of the innocent, sure. There's no diner. Yes. There is? There's no diner. There's I none. just drove no past diner. it yesterday, I and I've been driving fact, past it no for diner. the last month. It's not that kind of town. I don't know what that means. Wes, honey, it's okay. It's nice. A new place opened up. A 24-hour diner. I would have loved that in high school. Where is it? Ash and Third? Yep. That's impossible. Ash and Third. Got it. All right. I think I'm just going to walk. You can't walk. It's two miles. Back in a bit. What am I doing here? Oh, man. Oh, man, oh, man. Hey. Hey, how's it going? Good. What's going on? Mom's driving me up a tree and you can't walk anywhere here. You used to like going to that ice cream place in town. Yeah, the house is not in town. Remember the place you dropped me off at every summer? Remember how creepy and old and middle of nowhere and literally right next door to a cemetery it was? <laughs> I do. Yeah, she's still living there. And the ice cream place closes at like noon. So. You are doing a good thing being there for her. How'd she manage to guilt trip me this hard? She wasn't even around. You spent summers with her. She called. She sent letters. 
She did what she could. I just don't see why I have to feel sorry for her. She never... What? What's going on, Lily? There's all of a sudden all these nets. I think one's in my mouth. Okay. Hang in there, darling. Better out than in. At least it's not a pair of rabbit dogs. Ugh, this place is wild. Well, you're a wild kid, so you fit right in. <laughs> Thanks. Lily Bell, look, she's a good person, you're a good person. There's no crime in the two of you helping each other out. I don't need her help. Maybe you need someone to talk to. You've both been through some hard stuff. What? And it might be good to hash it off. Dad? Hello? Dad? Shit. Ugh, where is this place? Hey. Abby. Right. I remember from 20 minutes ago. You want a ride? Thanks, but I just need to be alone for a bit. It's going to get dark pretty soon. Have you ever been out at night in a dark sky town? I've been outside at night before, yes. But you can't see anything in a dark sky town. Nothing but the stars and shadows. No houses. No street lights. And the thoughts in your head suddenly sound really loud. Huh. Not to mention all the bird and insect and animal noises. Got it. And there's this strange sensation when you walk around. The darkness presses in all around you. Is it a hug or gentle suffocation? Okay, you've convinced me. No, I like it. I just know it freaks some people out and I thought you should be aware. Cool, thanks. Yeah, I'll take a ride. Faster. I can't stand this jingle. It plays all the time. Just listen to a podcast or something. Eh, it's legitimate data. Are you researching the town? I am. I received a grant to examine the architectural landscape of small towns in varying levels of decay. Why? Because my expenses must be paid no, for. No, no. Why is this important to you? Do you think that anything can be done for this place? For rural small town decay? Of course. There should be, and this is my eventual goal, doctors for small towns themselves who diagnose the problems, draw up a treatment plan, and cure. The doctorate I'm pursuing is in history with a focus on urban planning, and with that background, hopefully... Doctorate? Jesus. You can't throw enough knowledge at this problem. We can fix rural blight. The answers are in contemporary data and the primary documents of the past. It just requires study. The best paths for the future lie in our past. Huh. If you get a doctorate in anything, do people still have to call you doctor? Yes. That's cool. What's your area? What do I do for work, you mean? I'm a customer service rep for Spoodle. I work remotely. I'm sure you've heard me. Thank you for calling Spoodle Support. This is Lillian. Can I have the email address associated with your account? It's rude to eavesdrop, unless it's for science. 
There really isn't even like a pizza by the slice place here. Maybe in Julian? A Chinese place. No one thought to open one in the million years since I've been here. Julian might have one. Oh my god, that's like an hour away. I can't. I'm not driving you there, certainly. All right, where's that diner? I don't know why Wes didn't believe me about this place. It'd be such a strange thing to lie about. When did it open? 40, 45 years ago? No, no, this definitely wasn't here when I was a kid. Hmm. Well, themed diners aren't uncommon, though I'm not sure who's nostalgic for 1970s wood paneling and orange carpet. But it even, like, smells, though, don't you think? You're probably just smelling all the taxidermy. Welcome to Hunter's. Two for dinner? No, sorry. (laughs) Can we see a menu? We just want to get a few things to go. Dining in is optimal. Yeah, I bet. Uh, But we can't. Hungry people at home. Shame. Okay, I actually don't need a menu. Let's just get, I don't know, three cheeseburgers and fries and a grilled cheese. And onion rings. I'm afraid we don't have grilled cheese. Then a cheeseburger without the burger. (laughs) Very good. 1672 is your total. Okay. Do you take cards? Cash only, I'm afraid. 328 is your change. Thanks. Let me give you something for this. That's okay. It was not expensive. Hello, ten minutes. Sounds great. So, I called about the tuck pointing. They gave me a quote. It sounds fair. Sure, do it. Can you throw clean sheets on Lily's bed? Uh, I have down that we're changing the linens on Saturday. Do you feel like we should move it up? No, it's all right. That used to make her feel better, but Saturday's fine. I should make her a cake. Um, Most everything's in the trash. I should have baked one when she got here. This should feel like home. I'll put out some tea. Seriously, who thought wall-to-wall orange carpeting was the way to go? Sets the mood. Yeah, of a dusty, moldy... Hey, where's the... I have your order here, madam. Excuse me. Hi. Can I speak to the manager? I'm the proprietor. I noticed there's no sign about the results of your last health inspection. Do you have a sanitation certificate I could see? Ah, I guess you're from the big city, full of mistrust toward one's fellow man. I say there's no need for a health inspection. Okay, why? Because I am a gentleman. All right, let's just take our food and leave. Bye. Shame. They should have dined in. Would have been optimal. (laughs) 
what are the odds we're going to die if we eat this food? It's probably fine. It doesn't even feel that warm. It should be at least 145 degrees. One of the myriad advantages of vegetarianism, I anticipate minimal E. coli lurking in my grilled cheese, so please hand it over before I collapse from hunger. Seriously, so hungry. Just dig it out and I'll eat it right now. They just gave us four burgers. Vigilante meat-eating fucks. Why the interest in sanitation? Does that come up a lot during Spoodle customer service? I worked as the assistant manager of a Starbucks a couple years ago and had to get my food sanitation certificate. It seems silly to worry about it, but people can get really sick, and it's so easy to prevent. So I can't just have one onion ring? No, I'm sorry. It's just, it's so dumb, I know, but I just would hate for anyone to get sick. My hunger is such that my stomach is on fire. I'm sorry. Eat and be merry, woodland creatures. But they won't. They'll probably all come down with trichinosis. Okay, so dinner, what's the plan? There's a 7-Eleven right outside of town. I can make a mean frozen pizza. Lily, are you back yet? We're here. We got some pizza. Give us 20 minutes to make it. 10 to 12 minutes. Every pizza is different. Where's the food? We're making a pizza. The diner was closed. So weird it might as well have been closed. We'll have something on the table soon. Drink some tea. Okay. I don't know what she's... What am I preheating it to? 425. Okay. Oh... This oven is old. You know there are municipal water pipes in Philadelphia that are over 200 years old. Really? No. Yeah. Google it. They're made of wood. Wild. Hey, random, but what's your read on Wes? He's fine. Tidy. Polite. I feel like he's a Boy Scout. I don't know. He acts like he runs things. He kind of does. He doesn't. He's just the assistant curator of the house, or whatever mom calls him. He's a tour guide who knows where the brooms are. Can I just throw the pizza in now? I guess. It won't be as crispy, but it'll get done marginally faster. That's the goal. I think Wes is good for Dottie. He helps her find her crutches. It's unironically heartwarming. That's the thing. He treats her like an old lady. It's insane. She's only 62. What's that smell? What smell? Something's weird. Turn it off. No, why? It's still... Turn it off. It's still preheating. That's just... No, something's burning. It's just some cheese or something that's dripped. Why? There's smoke. There's no... Oh, shit. What the hell is that smell? What dial is it? It's just some cheese. It's just preheating. Are you burning down my goddamn house? How do you turn it off? Where's cancel? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Wes. There's no cancel. There's just a dial. I'll do it. Leave it closed. It'll burn itself out. Now let's open the back door. Abby, you want to fan it a little? Brooms are right here, so let's just give it a poke. And that's that. Put a fire extinguisher on the wall next to the stove. I'll do it tomorrow. All I did was turn it on. You're saying the oven just caught on fire? It's really old. 
You should get it replaced. I've used it every day for 24 years, and it's never started spewing out smoke two seconds after I started this using it. This is not my fault. Well, I don't know who else you can blame it on. The pizza was in there for five seconds. It was something else. Don't let the smoke out. Pizza still frozen, okay? So that wasn't what was on fire. That was probably still good. There's something metal in... Oh, wow. What? Oh. Who put a cake in the oven and forgot to turn it on? Oh, shit. You did this. I was making it for you. And then it, what, just slipped your mind? Forget I was coming? No. I have other things I'm doing, Lillian, other than sitting around waiting for you yeah, to grace me with your presence. Yeah, I get it. I get it. Presence. All right. So a pan of raw cake batter just burst into flames. That what happened? No. It spilled. You must have knocked the pan over when you put the pizza in. Thanks, Wes. There's cake batter all over the oven. Ripely aged cake batter. Oh, this is going to be tricky to clean. It might have dripped into the gas line. Lily! Try to blame this on me. Who doesn't check to see if there's anything in the oven? Who leaves stuff in the oven? I'll deep clean it tomorrow. It's fine. Wes, shut up. Don't talk to him like that. This was your fuck up. Don't talk to me like that. I don't have to be here. There's no court order anymore saying I have to see you. I know. Remember, I can leave whenever I want. I know. I want to stay, I need but... to be nicer or you'll leave? <sighs> no. No, see, that's not what I mean at all. I want to help you and just... It's hard sometimes, okay? Okay. I'm going upstairs. You want some cereal, Mom? I'm going to make myself some cereal. Daddy? Daddy, can I bring you something to eat? Isn't your arm getting tired? Nope. You look like the celery soda, light and crispy, and oh, so tasty. Treat me like the celery soda, drink me up and say hooray. So Lyric Bottling Works, Mount Absalom, Ohio. Sorry, stuck in my head. Smells going away. Yep. How's mom? She said she's going to bed. Why? She's been going to sleep pretty early recently. Did she have any dinner? She said she wasn't hungry. You gotta make her eat something. I can make her eat? I don't know. Okay. Night, Wes. Night. Seriously, I can fan the kitchen for a while. I'm really sensitive to smells. I'll just do it till it's gone. All right. What the hell is that? Evening. What's with the banjo? (laughs) It's a banderine. Sure. I keep it here, in case we're a little light on tours. Nice. Lots of time to practice. The ghosts of Finwood House don't get the attention they deserve. Shouldn't you, like, go home? Dottie's had trouble sleeping. I want to be here in case she needs me. Needs you to what? Tuck her back in? Lillian, she's a good woman. She deserves kindness. Okay, here's a question. Why does everyone keep saying that? She's not. She left me. She had a job to do. Okay, well, I think she's done with her job, and now she's just an asshole. She's nervous because she wants to impress you. That's not... That's not what's going on. 
It's getting late. You need to just go home. I appreciate your concern. I'll leave in a bit. You want me to call your parents so they don't worry? No. Do you even have I already parents? called them. I have a phone. Okay. Night. Night. This episode features Shariba Rivers as Lily, Marsha Harmon as Dot, LaQuinn Groves as Dale, Michael Turrentine as Wes, Kathleen Hoyle as Abby, Ellie Maitland as Sebastian Orr as Written by Jessica Wright Buha. Sound design by Eli McElveen. Directed by Jeffrey Nils Gardner. Music composed by Stephen Poon. Recording engineer, Mel Ruder. Unwell lead sound designer, Ryan Sheely. Executive producers, Eleanor Hyde and Jeffrey Nils Gardner. By HeartLife NFP. Unwell is supported by our listeners at Patreon. You can support us by visiting patreon.com slash heartlifenfp. And a special thanks to our supporting producers, Caitlin White, Bill Gardner, Steve Diamond, James Battle, and Anton S. Heartlife wishes to acknowledge that the land where we live, work, and tell our stories is occupied land. Unwell takes place in southern Ohio, which is the territory of the Miami people. Unwell is produced in Chicago, Illinois, which is the territory of the Peoria, the Potawatomi, and the Miami peoples. Notorious serial poisoner Deirdre Abernathy stayed at the Fenwood House for two nights in April of 1935. Fortunately, she was not allowed to cook dinner. You can support Heartlife NFP and everything they do by visiting their Patreon at patreon.com slash heartlifenfp. And make sure to stay tuned for next week's show when Ellie and I interview executive producer Eleanor Hyde. It's a fabulous conversation. Now, you can support our work on Patreon at patreon.com slash radiodramarevival. You can follow us on Twitter at Radiodrama. And you can visit our website at radiodramarevival.com, where you can read our bios, investigate our archive, and buy merch at our marvelous store. That's radiodramarevival.com slash shop. And now, your moment of will. Thanks, David. Who boy, do I love this spooky, spooky show. Ohio might not seem like the most interesting place to you, and you're probably right. 
but it has had some interesting things happen in its past. For instance, do you know which unlikely celebrity was once Cincinnati's mayor? No? It's a, a weird one. Listen in to our conversation with Eleanor Hyde next week, and during your moment of will, I'll let you know. And hey, listener, even that ghost really loves you. And now we bring you the credits. Our theme music is Danger Diggy Doo by DJ Stranger Danger. You can find his music on SoundCloud. Our line producer and associate interviews producer is Will Williams. Our senior interviews producer is Eli McElveen. Our associate producer is Sean Howard. Our researcher is Heather Cohen. Our submissions editors are Elena Fernandez-Collins and Rashika Rao. Our executive producer is Fred Greenhalge. I'm your host, David Reinstrom, and this has been Radio Drama Revival. All storytellers welcome.